Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Working Experience Podcast. We have an exciting new set of segments for you. Uh, we have a book. It's called The Working Experience, A Work in Progress. What do you think about that title, mm, John? Yeah, yeah. exciting might be a little bit too much. Riveting. Matt is Matt is reading... Uh, verbatim from the book it's more of a nighttime thing maybe no. you, you set this up and you just does you just slip into dreamland yeah well not only am i reading it i wrote it so it's even more scintillating oh you you could this is hibernation period then this is not just sleep this is hibernation you know what word i like to use for it titillating <laughs> I like to use that word as much as possible in conversations, titillating. It's titillating, everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, a titillating experience, a, a, a book excerpts. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks, everybody. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on that. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Man, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. Need to stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was flipping his toenails at his desk. Hey everybody, this is Maddie Kay from the Working Experience Podcast. We have a book, The Working Experience, A Work in Progress, because that's what we are. We're a work in progress. For these segments, I'll be reading portions of the book for you to sample. Please like us on wherever you're supposed to like us and give us some feedback on what you think of the book. I'll try to be as entertaining as possible. Thank you and enjoy. The working experience, a work in progress. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor yet bread to the wise, nor riches to those of understanding, nor yet favor to those of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. That is from Ecclesiastes. Chapter 9, verse 11. And hopefully that is true. Because we are most definitely not the swiftest, nor the wisest, nor the strongest. Not by a long shot. But the wisdom of the ages tells us that all is not lost. Time and chance. Put in the time, and you will get the chance. Sometimes the rest of us do win. However, this book is not about the swiftest, nor the strongest. It is not a rags-to-riches story. This is not a story of winning after years of hard work and defeat. This is not for people who aspire to be Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, or Bill Gates. You will find no secret of success, nor a key that opens the door to wealth and fame in these pages. By that measure, we have not become successful, not by a long shot. The Working Experience podcast loses money. Over the last four years, advertisers have paid us less than $400. So it's 
So if you're looking for a path to riches, you will have to read someone else's story. This is not about finding your true self or inner peace or unlocking your inner strength. This is not a story of self-actualization. If you want that bullshit, go to the self-help section at Barnes & Noble. This is not a how-to manual for creating a podcast. Anyone with even limited technical knowledge can launch a podcast. I give you myself. Literally anyone. You can go on YouTube and learn how to do it in about 15 minutes. It's not like you have to set up a studio and buy thousands of dollars of equipment. It is totally accessible to anyone. So no, this book is not any of those things. Well, then what is it? This is a book about process, about the joys and frustrations of creating something that had not existed. This is about what we have learned from that process. This is a story of sticking with something and seeing it grow and becoming something we never thought it would be. While the outcome remains uncertain, it is a story of remembering to not lose the joy of creation, whatever that outcome may be. As much as creativity is about creating something, it is just as much about learning. So I guess I'd say at its core, this is a story about learning. One of the most important lessons I have learned from doing the podcast is about the secret to success. And what I have learned is that there is no secret. You work hard. You try different things. You fail and learn. I have learned that you have to decide if you love what you're doing and if you find value in it. If you do, you'll keep going. If you don't, you won't. And that's about it. I have had to apply that lesson to the podcast. John and I have been producing the working experience for a little over four years, and we have grown. The working experience is in the top 5% of podcasts on iTunes, which is no small feat. We have produced over 500 episodes, reaching uh, about 30,000 downloads a month, with a little over 900,000 in total. I think we might be up to a million. To be real, in the world of podcasts, 900,000 downloads really isn't anything. But for me, for us, it is a miracle. I have also learned that in order to be successful, one must be willing to evolve. The working experience has undergone many format changes over the years. We started our earliest episodes by discussing work in general, why people feel compelled to work at jobs they hate, to make enough money to buy things they don't need or even want. We looked for funny and bizarre stories about what people do at work. We looked at HR reps who had to inform an employee that they smelled bad. We looked at stories of people who leave notes on their bottles of salad dressing that say, I spit in this or dosed their sandwich with laxatives as a trap for a coworker who'd been stealing their food, or demanded repayment in writing for stolen Dove ice cream bars. Then just John and I talking to each other was getting tedious. So we started reaching out to friends to interview about their workplaces, and I have learned a lot about human nature from those stories. Um, 
one woman was laid one woman that i heard about was laid all the time and when she was called on it responded with i'll see what i can do one of my favorite responses ever uh, another woman that I heard about called the technical recruiter, who's a friend of mine who told me the story, who had placed her in the job and complained, no one will be friends with me. This was a 35-year-old woman with a college degree. I heard about people stealing lunches, defecating in potted plants, sleeping at the office, dealing drugs at the office, having sex at the office, and who just tell blatant lies about their coworkers. People chew too loudly, they heat up reeking pieces of fish in the microwave, they cut their toenails in the sink in the break room, they throw out each other's salad dressing, have terrible body odor, and put pictures of their own genitalia on their work computer. Why do they do these things? Some people reveal the yearnings and desperation of their souls. They bring in scrapbooks with a picture of a car and two little kids in it and a caption that reads, The Day Daddy Stopped Loving Us. They divulge their heartfelt desire to be on a reality TV show, any reality TV show, and showcase their efforts, including the videos that they created to get on those shows. Uh, another person that I heard about working for the United States Congress at the time, a job that is not easy to get, kept telling offensive jokes in the office even after he was warned repeatedly to stop. When a Latinx person was hired, he went to her cubicle and said in what he thought was a comedic rendition of a Mexican accent, Oh no, the Mexicans are coming. He was told that these types of jokes were offensive, that people had complained, and yet he kept doing it and was eventually fired. I've often wondered what he told his wife. I have learned something from all of these stories. Some lessons are pretty straightforward. Show up to work on time. Don't tell offensive jokes in the office. Do not mess with other people's food. Do not hit on your coworkers. Kind of in general, don't be a jackass. Other lessons go deeper. There are lonely, desperate, frustrated people out there trapped in these jobs and they are going nuts. One lesson to take from that, try not to get in that position. If you are in that position, make a plan to get out of it. And I've learned that some people are just self-destructive. Uh, these episodes were fun and informative. But we needed to evolve and get into more serious topics to make it a more fulfilling experience for ourselves and for our listeners. Why do people expect their jobs to provide them with fulfillment? Is that really the responsibility of the employer? How has the pandemic impacted minimum wage workers? Does racism still exist in corporate America? And what does it look like? How has technology really impacted the workplace? What are the effects of remote work? What is cryptocurrency and how does it work as an investment? What does an economist do? Why do bullshit jobs exist? We wanted to explore these topics. And from there, we came to a realization. Why not interview people about what they do for a living and what they have learned from their careers? People often look at certain professions and think, how do I get into that? 
How do I get started? Who do I talk to? How do I run for Congress? How do I become an actor? What is a director of photography and what do they do? How do I break into the songwriting industry? What does an economist do? How does a journalist research a story? I want to make a film. How do I do that? I want to make a documentary. How do I do that? Where do I get the money? How do I go about opening a restaurant? How do I open an ice cream shop? What are the costs? How do I become a professional witch? And yes, you can do that. Many people feel like they cannot do these things because there is some magic key that they don't possess. But if they listen to our guests, they will learn that that is not true. <coughs> By and large, these people didn't know anything that anyone else didn't know. They just had the nerve to go ahead with a plan. Congresswoman Donna Edwards told me about how she got into politics and the mechanics of a congressional campaign. Philip Mudd lent me his insight on what type of people work at the CIA, how the nature of anti-terrorism policies changed so radically after 9-11, and the ramifications of that. He taught me what getting paper means. Coach John Beam schooled me on effective coaching and the personal touch that means so much to the young people he has mentored. Harvard professor Sherry Turkle taught me the necessity of empathy and how you get it by having the conversation. Professor Martha Minow instructed me about the perils faced by the journalism industry and how they affect our democracy. Mohammed Abdul Hadi of Down North Pisa helped me understand his mission of hiring formerly incarcerated individuals to work in his pizza shop. The answer is not complicated. They need jobs, and he needs their skill sets. The podcast taught me that I have a skill set that I never knew I possessed. I enjoy interviewing people, and I'm pretty good at it. It was nerve-wracking at first because I always thought something would go wrong with the technology, that we wouldn't be able to connect on Skype, and some issues have arisen, but I got to say the process has been very satisfying. I have also learned about appreciation. There are many people in this world for whom fulfillment does not play any role in the jobs they have to do. They have to survive. They clean hotel rooms and wash dishes and work at Walmart and wait tables and take orders at fast food restaurants because they need to feed their kids, pay the rent, and buy clothes, period. Are they looking to their boss for a sense of well-being? No. They are looking for a paycheck. All right, everybody, that's our first installment. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, and I'll be back at you with more of the book. Thanks very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media. If you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.